Ramble. Hey guys, really quickly, I just wanted to give a trigger warning and a disclaimer just to let you know that Remy and I do dive into the topic of sexual assault in this episode. So just wanted to let you guys know that ahead of time. Um, And if you don't feel comfortable listening, totally fine. We will catch you next week. But um, yeah, with that, we love you guys so much. And um, there's definitely some information in the description box, some hotlines and articles and just things for you guys to check out. But yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to Alicia's Closet. You're listening to Pretty Basic. Hey guys, what is up? Hello, everyone. We are in a new location, as you just heard. Um, so Rem, how does it feel to be <laughs> the lights? Oh yeah, I I saw the video, but they look really good. Thanks. <laughs> I got some puck lights, and they don't look like sleek like that. These ones look sleek, but they're all on different remotes. Oh, that's annoying. You can't control them all. In no, one. I mm. wish they were all in one remote. So we are currently in my closet. <laughs> How does it feel to be here, knowing this is where I would Facetime you all the time when we recorded? Like this is where I sat all the time. You're right. Yeah. I didn't think about that till right now. I mean, I've been here many times before, but you've never sat and looked around. Um, You're like, yeah. I want to organize those drawers. I want to organize. Those Alicia and I are going to finally do a house flip. What is it? House flop? House swap. House swap. <laughs> flop. House flop video. Um, house swap. And I cannot wait to just organize all day long. It's going to be so fun. I mean, I'm not, I'm excited to do the video because when Lauren and I did it, it was just such a fun video to switch houses for a day. Mm-hmm. But um, and then I remember wanting to do more and I was planning on making it a huge series because it was such a cool idea. I thought it was so fun. But then I realized like not many of my other friends have houses. And we always talked about like doing your apartment in here. I but wish I just, we I wish we had. I know. But and it just okay. never happened. But now I'm really excited to do it. But I'm not going to lie. I am really excited because Rem has mentioned <laughs> on her own terms many times that she can't wait to do it so she can organize my place which like I'm not mad at what do you think what like your top three spots you want me to organize are closet for sure right I would say (laughs) I want to do the closet that's what I'm like really amped about I would say the closet and the pantry Oh, okay. I can do that. Because the pantry's clean, but it's not clean. Okay. Like, your clean versus our clean is like, no. I can't wait. I told her, give me a budget. I'll go to the container store and I'll make it happen. I'll give you my card. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. So look forward to, for that collab if you aren't already following us on a YouTube or Instagram. Yes, please follow us on Instagram. Thank you so much. <laughs> can I say it? Yeah, <laughs> guys we literally just had a conversation because we were saying how we've lost some followers on different platforms and rem got really sad and said that at this rate if she keeps losing subscribers followers on instagram she's gonna go under a million and she's really sad I did the math it's nine months everyone if we stay at this rate <laughs> so, so please follow me everyone, goes everyone and go follow at miss remy ashton tell your friends tell your family your goal today your challenge today is to find someone a stranger a friend whoever and tell them to follow at miss remy ashton on so instagram sad. i can't i want to see like how many oh okay okay followers yeah. we'll you get after the social blade <laughs> please please thank you so much um <laughs> Not that it really matters. I promise it really doesn't. And as I was having my breakdown in my bed, I was like, you know what, Remy? There are a lot of other things you should be worried Way about right now. Way bigger issues in the world, yes. <laughs> but you know, 
your feelings it's just are an, valid. It's an ego brute. It's just, <laughs> just like a little punch to the ego, but it's totally. Well, are you? Fine. Here's the here's the real question. Are you going to celebrate when you hit a million? Absolutely. We're <laughs> going to go under the and then first one million photo. I archive the first one million, and we act like it never happened. Or do you do a side by side and say like, "Thanks again for a million <laughs> followers, guys." Deja vu? Question mark. Dang. Well, anyways, <laughs> as you can tell, we have really missed being able to record together in the same room. You guys really loved last week's episode and it meant so much because it just feels so di- the past two w- weeks we've been recording together and I feel like it is so different mm-hmm. when when the quarantine first happened and obviously we weren't recording together. I felt like FaceTiming actually was better than I anticipated or thought it would be. Yeah. Um, To record, I thought it was a lot easier, but it's just so shocking to me how it's just the vibe, the energy. You just really feel it different. It's like different between sitting at like even when we first started the podcast and we were sitting at that table, like we were in this mm-hmm. room that had like a table and you felt like you were a news reporter. We did that for like three weeks. And then our producer sh- like, I don't know why did she just like choose to switch us to a couch instead. We were like sitting on couches and then we were there for like pretty much until COVID hit. But it just feels so different no matter where you are, whether you're sitting at a table or on a couch or on FaceTime or in a closet. Well, there was one episode I remember I was like laying down in here. Oh, it was the one episode where the FaceTime wasn't working. So we just called each other on the oh, phone. Oh, yes. I was like, I'm laying down right I now. I was actually thinking about laying down right Do now. It. And I'm going to. So, guys, uh, um, I feel like we just have a lot to kind of talk about. Oh, uh, this is so nice. Um, I think the biggest thing to say is that we've officially switched hair. Oh, my God. Yes. We have, <laughs> in case you didn't know, which is so funny because I feel like a lot of people thought we like planned it, which we kind of planned it, but we only planned it once we both had already individually decided that we were going to switch. Mm-hmm. I like went, bl- I was platinum blonde two years ago and then my hair, poor hair couldn't take it anymore. She was really stressing and like turning orange. So um, I took a break, started going dark and then had the natural hair for two full years. And then now it would had fully grown out. And my whole reasoning for going dark again was to event to eventually go blonde again. So I decided to go blonde. And then that same day I decided, you know what? I'm ready now. Alicia texted me and said, I'm going to go dark. And it was a same page moment. And now we're here. Same page moment. I text you and Ollie and I just honestly I mean you guys probably saw the video on my main channel of me showing everyone but I genuinely just I felt like the roots coming in I don't know I just wanted to change I think that's the simplest thing but I just started feeling like I was kind of over the blonde which is crazy because I've been blonde for almost five years which is insane the whole video I literally can't do math and I did I was, I was laughing so hard I was like three time. years and I was like four years and then I realized wait that's four and a half years okay cool um but yeah so I text Ollie and Rem and said guys I uh I think I'm over the blonde. It was a big deal. And then Rem stopped. Literally, your text was hilarious. She's like, shut the fuck up. No way. I just said I'm or I know no, you're like, I have an appointment tomorrow to go blonde. Yeah, like, that is insane. I, you know, what's so funny is your video, like obviously, so Alicia was keeping it a secret from everybody in the house. So I knew about the brunette and she came to my house to get her hair done by our friend Lavette. So Lavette was like doing my hair blonde and did Alicia's hair brown. And it was like so much fun. It was like a big girl's day. And so Cal like obviously knew about it because it's my house. So like he was there and she was filming this whole video. So when your video went up a couple of days later, um, doing like the whole announcement, I, Cal and I were about to start a movie. And then you texted me that it was up. And I was like, no, stop. So I immediately put your video on the TV and I watched the whole thing. And I was just laughing so hard because I looked at Cal watching this whole video, just like with a, a very confused, but also like blank face. <laughs> and then when the video ended, I was like, 
do you think it's funny that like this is such a big deal? And he was like, I I don't understand why like changing your hair color is like a whole video. <laughs> and like I totally understood from like a straight yeah. boy perspective. Well, especially because like he doesn't know me that much. But like when you watch like even my caption for my Instagram was what you came up with. It was Mac Baby Eleven's entered the chat or whatever. You said I don't something. Think I, I, did I say that? I thought you did. Oh, I thought you God, said something about Mac Baby Eleven. Amazing. I but it's like did, if you okay. know, you know. If you guys don't know, that was my old OG username. So if you watched me when I had brown hair, I probably had the Mac Baby Eleven username. So it's just one of those things. Like if you know, you know. But if you don't know how big, how long I've been blonde, like it's just a big deal for me. So well, I feel in, like, oh sorry, in your video you put the clip of you with the zebra background. Yes. I shrieked. I was like. I yeah, and Cal was like, uh. Exactly. He's probably like, what? And also, the video got on the trending page, and I just imagined all these random people coming being like, what is the big deal about this? You change your hair. It's not even a color. No, but like straight, straight boy perspective is like, what's the big deal? But us, we're like, oh my God. I'm a new person. <laughs> new yeah, hair, new completely. me. <laughs> That's so funny. I forgot about th- that we did it. It's only been a few days, and I'm already like, oh, it's me now. Romy's back. Romy's, Romy's revival. revival. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. On a more serious note, I recently posted a vlog talking about how there is a topic that I would like to talk about on this podcast, and I feel... I don't know. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. There, it's been about a couple months. And I, when I first had the idea, it came to my mind because I've just seen so many brave men, women, girls, boys, people of all genders coming forward talking about their sexual assault stories. And I've seen so many people on Twitter specifically, like people that are, are influencers talking mm-hmm. about it that I had no idea, obviously. It just like them coming forward was so brave and it made me want to talk about it and share my story because I, I don't know. I just, it, I always wanted to, but I just wasn't sure how to. So when this idea came into my head that I wanted to share, I talked to like my team about it just because I wanted to go about it, of course, in the right way. And I ultimately came up with the plan to talk about it on this podcast just because I feel like this is the best platform for me to talk about something like this exactly like open up about a story and also Alicia and I were obviously best friends at the time that it happened and Alicia was like my first phone call that I made after it happened and I just wanted to talk about it and share because I feel like when I mean I know because when I saw people talking about it online or sharing about it or just reading stories um, and seeing people open up and made me feel a lot less alone. So I hope that in me doing this, anybody listening who maybe has been scared to talk about it with someone or if maybe you just didn't even realize it was something that you you felt like you had these feelings and you kind of internalized it, then maybe it'll open up your mind and also just your emotions to speak about it. Yeah, I think my <laughs> guys, I feel like the past few months a lot. We've all been learning a lot of things, and 
I even realize how even just uneducated, I keep like, just, I'm, I don't know that much about sexual assault. Um, I've never personally had to go through anything or have dealt with any of it before myself. Um, and obviously you see things on movies and you hear stories and stuff, but I think even just recently I realized the severity of what all of that entails and how it's not just the stereotype of just being raped, for instance. Yeah, and that definitely. is something that I feel really bad that I'm 27 and I'm also just finding this out. I'm like, wow, I don't know. That's that's something else that I really want to have that conversation with my kids one day about because there's so much more to it. And like, yeah, like right now I even just looked up the actual definition of like, what is sexual assault? You know, because I actually didn't know, which is really sad. But I also saw on Twitter a whole bunch of people. It was this chain going on where people would retweet a tweet saying the date that it happened to them. Mm-hmm. And I saw some friends, I saw some influencers also retweet and say, I was 18 years old. I was 17. It was this um, chain kind of going around. And I was, a lot of people were confused. And then I clicked it and like read some of the replies and realized that it was about, that was the date that they were sexually assaulted. Yeah. And for some people, they had like five dates on there, which was really, really sad. Um, and again, it just makes you realize people like this isn't just a stereotype that you hear of in movies or books or something. Or I feel like for a lot of people, if you don't know someone who has been affected by it, you don't realize what all of it entails, you know? Exactly. And um, I think it's as, you know, the 2020 has just taught us to really educate ourselves in so many different ways. And I think this is also a topic and we've been wanting to talk about more serious topics on this. And I know you guys love um us opening up more and Rem, I'm like, love that you want to share this and this is your story and like everything. Um, and I think the biggest thing that I would love people to realize from this episode is just like we freaking preach every other one, like your feelings are valid. And even if it's something that seems so small, but you didn't want it, that is still enough. Like if anyone is diminishing anything you're feeling or that you've gone through, even if they're like, oh, well, they were joking. Like, oh, they didn't mean it. Like, do, do not listen to that bullshit because they're taking away that from you and that's not okay. And I think that's something, again, I know my personality and how I would react. And I would also just brush under the rug and be like, oh, like, well, it, it's fine. Like, whatever, you know, and I just, I don't know. I hope that that's my little, that's my spiel. That's everything. But um, yeah, so. Well, I think that I agree with that. I, I, Even me talking about this today, I was just talking to one of my friends about the story um, because I kind of internalized it when it happened. And I'm a very like brush it off kind of person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you even know I kind of like brush this whole situation off. And I will say I am very fortunate. I'm so thankful that I I wasn't raped in this situation. Mm -hmm. And so for so long, I felt like I wasn't sexually assaulted and I, I was like oh I, I you know nothing happened to me like yeah I kept saying no but it kept and it kept happening and he wasn't listening but you know I wasn't sexually assaulted sexually assaulted because I wasn't raped but obviously to anybody who was raped to anybody who has been sexually assaulted my heart goes out to you and I'm so so sorry this happened to you but for so long I just felt like you know I didn't have the right to tell a story or mm. to share anything because it it wasn't as bad as some other people's but again sexual assault is just I think when there is not consent happening no and I mean keep saying no. it literally is right like I, I literally looked up the definition right now to share it but it basically says um it refers to sexual contact or behavior that occurs without explicit consent um of the victim it's anything attempted rape un, um 
anything unwanted sexual touching, okay. um, forcing a victim to perform sexual acts such as oral sex or penetrating the perpetrator's body, um, penetration of the victim's body, also known as rape. So even just unwanted sexual touching, like that, so anything you don't want or even forcing someone to perform it. So even if you were in a situation where you did follow through with it, but you didn't want it because they were want like that. Oh my God, this is a very heavy, like subject and topic and episode, but I, and of course we're going to definitely put some things in the description box of different, um, hotlines and articles and stuff you guys can reach out to, um, just to have all of that information and all that stuff there for you guys. But, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really excited for you to like, to kind of share some stuff about it, but, um, do you want to like go into it? Like, yeah. Um, so this happened to me in, I believe it was 2018 and I was, I think it's crazy too, because I think we had the podcast at the time I remember. to be fully honest I'm really a normally bad at remembering things and b this is something that I completely actually like tried my best to black out mm-hmm. personally um I think it was actually before we started the podcast but it was around the time right when right we started before it like launched. yeah right when we were like brainstorming everything and like testing all the episodes um this happened to me and I was I've, I've expressed this but like 2018 was a really really hard year for me and this goes back even last week I was talking about how I was so thankful to have Alicia because she just was like so non-judgmental uh during this time just when I was going through everything in my life but also I feel like there were some people in my life at this time that made me feel like when I told them about what had happened they were not supportive and they were they were judgmental and I think that did did anyone ever make you feel like you deserved it um no not deserved it but just were not not support yeah I don't I don't want to say that they like were like well you know you get this well and I'm not thinking of anyone specifically yeah yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering I think it's just like more of just like oh like sorry or like that happens yeah yeah like oh you know that's just how guys are or like oh that sucks yeah which also uh I feel like something very important to state is that sexual assault isn't always just happening between you know a guy forcing themselves on the girl it happens it happens to to men and to boys and again people of all genders all the time and I think that's something so important to think about and I think the stereotypes that fall into it are just detrimental to people in general but sorry tangent um Yeah, I remember it was 2018 and I met this guy and I, I, what I think what kind of messed me up the most was that like I, I knew him sort of. Yeah. I knew of him. Um, and we were talking and he actually knew my, I knew of my brother because they were on the same sports team. And this guy was definitely older than my brother, but, um, they were like on the same team and like, um, knew of each other and, all these sorts of things. So I was like, oh, like an instant connection. And I kind of felt like I could trust this guy. So we ended up at his place. And I, again, I was like in a very bad spot in my life. And I had never done the, this kind of stuff before. And I was like, first of all, out of my element. Also, I I don't know. I just I was so sad. And I feel like I was just taking a lot of different things out on myself and everything like this but we ended up at his place and I remember going into his room and he was like a really nice guy and he was really like chill but what's so like surreal for me was I walked into his room and I was like looking through his stuff like you know just like making conversation and he had like sports trophies from the same team my brother was on oh that's weird so that's just like and that like I have that ingrained in my brain still being like oh like I remember this one and this Mm -hmm. one um anyway so then we were just like sitting and chatting and I we started kissing and then 
in that moment in my head, I was like, oh, wait, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And I, I feel when a lot of people say like, well, you're already there and you feel this like pressure to keep mm. doing something or to go further. And so in my head, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And so I kind of like stopped and I was just like trying to make conversations, just trying to like prolong everything, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so then he started to touch me and I was very, very, very uncomfortable and just like things started to escalate and I started to feel... Mm, unsafe I guess in the situation I was also completely sober so I felt I, I it was I'm, I'm very thankful that I was because I was able to be in control of the situation mm-hmm. so things started to happen and I started to say like no actually I don't want to and he started to laugh and like that laugh was so terrifying oh my god I bet and so I started to get up and I was like no I like please stop this and he kept like forcibly like pulling me down and then like throwing me down and I kept saying like no stop no stop no stop and it just kept happening until finally like I shoved him and I was like stop and then he was like oh my god I'm sorry I'm sorry and I but remember, it shouldn't take I know one no should have been enough and it's so sad because at least this guy I'm not def- not defending him in any way shape or form but like I'm so thankful that he eventually did yeah. like stop yeah and um I know for a lot of people they're not that lucky and I'm so thankful that in that moment he did and I like shoved him up and I was like stop now and I put my shoes on and I was like tying the laces up I remember my superga platforms Mm. what an era and I was like tying my shoe up and he was like "Uh, I'm sorry I'm sorry like can I walk you out and I was like no fuck you and I like physically ran out of the house ran into the uber and then I think I called you immediately on the way back and then I called my mom and then I remember telling a few people and they were like do you want to like call the police and I was like no I I feel lucky in the sense that I never felt too much in danger because luckily because I felt like I could like I shoved him you know what I mean sober me exactly me too like I was able to be in control of that situation um but it was definitely like I think I dealt with it how I normally deal with things, which is like, oh, like, whatever, you know, it's fine. And, like, I've been very lucky now to where it hasn't affected me too much. And, like, I feel fine. Like, I've talked to uh, you about it, all my friends, all my family. Cal knows. Like, I, I, I'm never, I've never been ashamed to talk about it. Um, but I, I totally understand people that would feel ashamed to talk about it or are scared to talk about it or even just don't even think it's considered sexual assault because I was the same way too. I was like, oh no, it's like not that big of a deal. You're like, it kind of is, but it's not. Like it's not the stereotype. That's something I swear. Lately, I feel like I've really been, that's been a lesson I've been learning the past few weeks of, well, it's not the stereotype. Like anything that's around that idea of like, yeah, that happened, but it's not as bad as like what you think of when you think of like sexual assault you think of rape it's like well it wasn't as bad as that like but yeah it made me uncomfortable and I was saying no and he pushed me down multiple times while touching me you know what I mean like I don't know it's just it breaks my heart because I think there's so many people justifying other people's actions Mm -hmm. because it wasn't as extreme as it was or like could I don't know yeah I mean like he was on top of me like I couldn't get up and I to me like that was scary and I think that's enough to tell my story and enough to share and I think like again my feelings are valid but even a fear with me talking about this right now is people messaging me being like you barely went through anything you know what I mean like even when I was telling people the story like I told my friend recently I was like oh my gosh I don't even know if this is good enough to tell people because I feel like they're gonna think I'm like crying wolf or just like asking for pity when I'm not at all and I I just want to 
I truly just hope that people hear this. Even when telling another friend recently, they were like, oh my God, I didn't even know I've been sexually assaulted. Mm. By, by me telling them, I was like, yeah, like, I mean, I think that it's just important to talk about it with people. And like, I never obviously wanted to like take legal action against this guy. Like this guy was just like dumb and I hope I never, I hope I never see him again. And I blocked him immediately, but I still think, I'm, I'm glad that I talked about it with people. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the number one thing is that I think anyone would realize that you're not trying to like make this about you. Mm-hmm. You're aware that you haven't gone through worse and your, your heart goes out for the women who have, women and men who have gone through worse. So you're not diminishing their pain like you're understanding how hurt you were in this situation so you can't even fathom or imagine their pain but like you have like you were able to get like a foot into the door to be like holy shit like this is that whole side of life that I never thought I would even be on you know and like you're like oh I know I'm just barely cracking the door of this but at this at the same time you're still going you've still had a moment like that like I've never been in a situation where I truly felt unsafe and I think, I don't know. I think there are so many, pe- I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think people are, are would ever twist it that way or think that. I think the biggest thing is, um, is helping other people realize like, what are those boundaries? Like what is okay and what's not okay? And I think that's half of the change that needs to happen when raising men and women, like your kids up to let them know that even those, like even pushing a girl down, even like even when they're saying no and you're just kissing, like that's not okay to like continue when they don't want it. And I yeah. think that's what's going to have to be one of the biggest changes is not this fucking boys will be boys mentality and letting that slide because that's so wrong. Like I get, so, oh my God. Like, no, I'm, it's true. Like that's it's just what, consent. It's literally, you're like, allow, you're condoning it. You're allowing it to happen. And I think again, like on both genders, on both sides, like ever, like that's, so messed up to have that mentality of just like oh like that's just how guys are like we should they don't deserve like oh he's a good kid like he doesn't deserve to be kicked off the football team and lose his scholarship just because like literally like Mm -hmm. that it's disgusting and that's a lot of that falls down to like parenting so I really think like in order for this to actually have such a huge change is like for people just to realize like no means no like if you don't want anything at any time like that is enough like even if you're drunk even if you're sober like either way I think if I've learned anything from this situation it's just like talking about it helps so much so I hope that if anybody hears this and you're kind of in the same boat as me where you're like oh I don't know if this is considered this or whatever it may be and you've kind of internalized it how over however long just talking to someone whether it's calling one of the numbers that we'll leave in the description or a parent a family member a friend whoever a therapist whoever it is just talking about it really helps you understand and get through it and then it won't be detrimental to you moving forward and I think just like figuring out the healthiest way for you to get through it is what I hope that people will do if they listen to this and kind of um just to like be aware of everything I think even a a thing from like for for instance just how we were talking about like racial injustice even just racist comments that's the same analogy here when people will say oh like it was just a joke but that's not just a joke that's not okay and I think the biggest way that that's also going to change is for people to speak up and say hey that's not funny don't say that in the same situation to where when you hear like guys like talking they're like guy talk whatever and like being fucking sorry being like just Mm -hmm. pieces of shit Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) (laughs) like 
for other guys and other men and other girls and other people to, to stand up, up and say, hey, yeah. that's not funny. Like, it, let's not make this comical because it's not funny. It's yeah. not it shouldn't be a joke like on. And and I think that's something that I really hope this next generation and even our generation and just everyone really honestly realizes that it's OK to speak up and say, like, hey, that's not funny. Hey, that's not OK. And then. And then also for people who have gone through stuff, even if it is minimal, we always preach that like your feelings are valid no matter what. Even if someone's going through so much, so much more stuff during this quarantine and you feel like you've only like, well, you only went through a breakup when other people are getting divorced. Like, oh, well, other people are going through more like, no, like you're still going through something hard and that's hard for you in this moment in time. Um, And that's a big, I don't know. So I think that's, I, I do like how this kind of brings back to stuff we're always saying, but it's interesting when it's yourself versus talking about it on a podcast to give others advice you know I think it's just ultimately up to being self-aware and knowing that of course what you're going through is hard and letting yourself feel those things letting yourself talk out through whatever problems that you have but also knowing that you are not the only person on this earth and there are a lot of people that are going through exactly what you're going through but worse so kind of taking that into perspective and I think that actually makes getting through things a lot easier is knowing like that you are blessed and even though you're going through something so hard that it could have been worse and I've, I feel like I've thought about this too and again not to dim what I went through mm-hmm. but just knowing that I, I got out and I was lucky in that situation and my heart again goes out to people who are not nearly as lucky but I've been able to talk to people and friends and my support system about it and have been able just to work through honestly kind of the trauma and what I did originally by just like blacking it out was not healthy and I'm glad that I realized that and I never thought that I'd be able to talk about it on a podcast so the fact that I was able to do this and I'm so glad I talked about it on here um I don't know. I feel safe and feel comfortable. And I just hope that anybody who has gone through something similar um, feels comfortable talking about it with people that they trust and love as well. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. So that's my advice as someone who has gone through it personally. I know a lot of people say um, victims, and I think that as much as that is true, I think also a survivor is a good word as well. Um, but that's personally someone from that, that I've personally experienced it. That's my advice. What's your advice for someone who, if they're a friend and their friend comes to them and um, something's happened to them, what would your best advice be to like how to handle it? Oh my gosh. So that's actually, I'm glad you asked that because I actually regret, I regret how I acted in that moment. I literally even just apologized to you yesterday and I'll say it again. Like I wish 
I don't know. Again, I wish even when you were telling me that you were fine, that I really like made sure you were fine. I think I also kind of, I just took your word for it. Like, oh, like you sound fine. And you did, you did really sound fine. You like, I remember you saying like, I promise I'm fine. Um, but I still think, you know, even if you weren't physically hurt, you know, like it's still a lot emotionally. And, um, I do remember you calling me, um, but you sounded so fine. Like, which that should have been a flag anyway. Cause it's like when someone is so fine, it's like, that's not usually the case. Um, but yeah, I think I would just say, I asked all the questions you're like supposed to ask, you know, I was like, are you physically hurt? Do you need anything? I'll come get you. But I, I wish I would have realized even more of like, Hey, I know you're probably fine now. You're probably still in shock, but like, that's really scary. Um, I'm like, I genuinely am so sorry. Like you, like I, that's, that's not okay. Like, even if that, like, even for you, if you were to be in that situation again, you'd be like, Oh, this is normal. This happens. Like, I wish I was to be like, Hey, I want you to know that's like, that should have never happened. Like you saying no is enough. Like that, like, I don't want, I wouldn't ever want you to be in a situation where you're like, Oh, I guess this is how that this is. Do you know what I mean? And I think I didn't help. And I'm not trying to make it about me, but I'm just saying like, as a friend, I wish I would have spoke up a little more to let you know, like, Hey, I know you're fine. I'm glad you're fine, but like, that's not okay. That's not normal. Um, and it's, it's hard when it's a touchy subject because, you don't want to overstep. You don't want to tell, like, what if you wanted to go see him again? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, wh- like there, there are situations like that where you're like, oh no, he didn't mean it. And, and, you know, I don't know. It, it can be so hard, but I, I do think as a friend, like, I feel like I would be doing a disservice to you as your best friend to not speak up for you and just to at least voice my concern. I think what you said is great. And I think moving forward, if anyone's listening to this and you're put in the same position as a friend, I think that's great advice. But I truly do think that you did more than a lot of other people in my life. And I I, I needed no judgment at that time. And you knew that and you gave me that and that's all I needed. But I appreciate what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't feel judgment. I, I mean, that's a whole, no. other, we can do a whole judgment episode. Not at all. Um, well, yeah, again, there's going to be links down below for um anybody to check out we'll have um if you have if you want to talk to someone of course you can always dm us um i asked a lot of people or i talked about how my dms were open for anybody who wanted to talk to me about their situations and i got i did i tell you i got like a thousand messages i remember the next day you telling me you got so many and that you weren't or oh your friend texted you and was like hey i'm i'm like it must be like hard for you reading all of these and mm-hmm. then it was you realized how it actually it's a lot to read it but you're glad that you were able to be that for people exactly like having people open up and be so vulnerable meant so much to me that you felt like you could trust me um it definitely it, it just it just made me so sad that people can be so shitty to other people like that's what just made me so sad and like broke my heart and it that was a, a rough couple days for me definitely emotionally also I think what was hard um you voiced to me that some of the people message you said they hadn't told anyone yeah and I think that you know I can't imagine going through something and not telling anyone and just feeling like oh like I should just get over it or anything like that yeah I think Please feel free to message me, message Alicia. Yeah, we'll oh reply God. to as many as we possibly can. And again, just like reach out to friends. Um, maybe if you have anybody who like listens to this podcast and you could talk to them about like you can make like a little pretty basic friend and talk about that. Huh, we need a Facebook we group. We need a Facebook group. That'd be great. Um, okay, well, another 
random segue. We we did want to um, just answer some questions for you guys because we haven't done a Q&A um, on this podcast in a while. So we tweeted out and just asked questions. This will be a little bit more lighthearted for sure. But we'll just go through and ask some ones. And um, yeah. Okay. Number one from Derek, my favorite person to ever exist. What do you like the most and least about your personality? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I just hate how um, <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> like, this is a whole other episode. This is a whole other episode. Well, the first thing that just came to my mind is how like shy I can be. Like it's really hard for me. I just wish I was like an outgoing butterfly. But I know that's just that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. But I like really kick myself down with it. Really for it. Yeah, I think. I don't know. It's just, it takes me so long to warm up to people. Um, To make you feel better, my least favorite thing is sometimes I'm way too obnoxious. <laughs> so I like just get into a room and I'm just like, woo, everyone's my best friend. And then I start talking and then I'll say too much because I don't think about what I'm going to say and you can't take it back. So there's a middle ground this for is sure. why This is why pretty basic is pretty basic <laughs> because we balance each other so well. Um, Favorite thing. Did they ask favorite thing? I think they did. Derek. Yeah, what do you like most about yourself? Hype yourself up. Um, I would say I'm overall a pretty optimistic person. I think mm-hmm. that's something I, I like. And then also my drive. I, I I think like if I want to get something done, I'll get it done. And that's it's nice knowing like I know I can do it. Oh, she's driven. She's, she's a driven, driven she's a driven woman. Driven. Um See, I like that I can make friends anywhere. Yeah. But it can be no, also a con. I love that about you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Next up, Carolyn asked an extremely Wait, What was your least favorite? That I'm obnoxious. Oh, the same thing. <laughs> You're like the same. <laughs> a pro and con. Um, an extremely embarrassing situation that has happened to you. Um I don't what about you? You have a lot. I don't yeah, have that many. I have so many. This is my thing. Um, more recently, one that's been really taunting me. You know how I know that it really bothers me or that I really regret it is when I'm doing the dishes and then it dawns on you and then you verbally have to be like, Ooh. oh, no. Mine was personally um, when I fell off the bar in Ohio. Oh, <laughs> that was so funny. I've n- <laughs> like you know it's bad when I just sat there my mouth was wide open and then I started laughing like I felt so bad but it was so funny like, it was I literally like in I had a fling at one point in Ohio too and it was like right in front of him and I like felt I slipped off the bar it wasn't like the top bar it was like a step but I, I threw my drink in the air drink got in the eyes eyelashes were like the glue was unsticking. Everyone was just like, ooh. Me and Aaron were just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you popped up like, hey, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was like, I'm, I'm glad. Did anyone notice? Did anyone notice? And I'm like, yeah, that whole, everyone. Aaron was talking to some guy too. And um, when I threw, and I think the guy had gotten the table. So when I like <laughs> fell off the table, essentially, Aaron was like so embarrassed for me that he was like, oh, I like your shirt. And like totally try to like yeah, change the conversation. Yeah, yeah, like let's divert the attention. Exactly. That's a real friend right there. Okay, what's your m- extremely embarrassing situation? Do you not have any? I, I know I do. I, I think I blacked them out. <laughs> I genuinely could not tell you right now. So I'll let you know. Okay. Um, First kiss slash worst kiss experience. I would say my first kiss was my worst kiss experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I just, 
I like didn't see it coming and then he was leaning in and I was like, ah, I was huh. in freshman. Where were you? On our steps at school. Oh, ooh. And I was, I know. It was, it was our out. first day of, um, of dating. And oh my God, we cute. didn't even, we didn't even like, it's so funny what like that was because like it was nothing. Uh-huh. Like I like don't even count it as a relationship because it was exactly one week. Like I just remember him. He was like, bye, and we hugged, and then he just stood there, and then I was like, oh, my God, and then he starts leaning in, and I was like, it's coming, like, it literally <laughs> dun, felt like dun, a movie, dun, 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 and then, dun, dun, like, he kissed, and I was like, that was weird, and then I, like, I felt so, like, embarrassed afterwards, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, and I, like, I did that thing, maybe this is an Aries thing, like, after you get something, and then you don't want it, Oh, like, that's how I felt with that, I was like, all I wanted was a boyfriend for so long, and then I, like, quote, had a boyfriend. I could see being an Aries And then trait. I was just like, oof, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, not interested in that's... you anymore. <laughs> so sad i know poor guy i think he's married now oh what is up with you and like all of them being married now i don't know damn um mine i don't think i've ever had like a bad bad kiss like even like my first kiss with my ex high school boyfriend was like whatever um but something really funny that happened i was talking to kaylee about this yesterday she she had a boyfriend like a long-term boyfriend in high school for like two years i think or so okay um and i had a little fling of a boyfriend for like maybe three weeks or so tops but she was saying yesterday she's like i was so jealous of you and i was like why and she was like because you got more action in three weeks than i did in my two years and i started cackling i did nothing with my high school boyfriend other than like a little tongue make out but we (laughs) we found out more recently that her high school boyfriend was gay so this makes so much sense she's like all i wanted to do because all all he ever did was like kiss her on the cheek yeah like a little peck here and there and now it makes so much sense but i just think that's so funny that she had a boyfriend for two years and was so upset about my three-week romance (laughs) (laughs) three-week romantic getaway vacation (laughs) Um, how do you deal with a loss, whether it be a friendship or a death? By the way, love you. And Alicia, your content always brightens my day. Thank you, Emma. Oh, Emma's my you, favorite Emma. girl name. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing is to let yourself feel what you're feeling. Um, even when it comes to breakups or just losing someone and when it, I don't know, I feel like you have the stages of grief and you have the shock and then you have the anger. Like, let yourself just go through it. And I think don't be shocked when feelings come and go and, like, maybe one day you're going to be angry and hysterically crying and then the next day you're totally fine. I think the best thing to realize is, like, take it day by day. Like, honestly, there's been times where I just have to realize, you know what, I think I can only, like, go day by day. I can't even think about what tomorrow's going to look like. I can't. It's not like you're ever just there. Like, okay, I'm over it now. Like it's yeah, always like, it a, it's just like a roller coaster. And I think knowing that ahead of time helps it because then you're not shocked when you've been great for four years and then it hits you again. Um, because you're like, okay, like it's just, we're just going down right now, but we'll come back up. And I think that's my best advice for that. I think for me, we just talked about this today, but you and I both do this as empaths where we justify a lot of people do this you justify people's actions um and you know if they're not being that great of a friend to you then you're able to justify it as like well they're just going through this or Mm -hmm. you know in their past they had this go on and I I do this with literally everybody and don't get me wrong I definitely have my faults of course but in certain situations you kind of have to just like 
wake up and recognize red flags and kind of take your emotions out of it and Mm -hmm. realize, well, like, I know that they went through this with their parents or went through this with as a child or they have these insecurities, but that doesn't justify them being a bully to you or being Mm -hmm. a bully to others. And you're a horrible boyfriend or girlfriend. Exactly. You have to like as hard as it is. And like, I haven't figured out this formula either, (laughs) but like, that's something that I think that could definitely help of like not justifying everything for them because of their actions, because most likely they're an adult or you know, almost an adult or whatever it is. And they should probably know what they're doing wrong. And, you know, if they don't, then maybe you can say something, give them another chance. And then if they don't recognize it and it's still hurting you, then you got to just take the trash out. Yep. Okay. Um. Oh, I get a lot of questions of if if Cal is the guy that Brie and Eli crashed my date with. And the answer <laughs> is no. That's I get a asked good all the time. Oh, what a time. That's so funny. Best remedies for overthinking in your girl's experience. Guys. Queen, speak up. <laughs> um, well, as we all know, I'm the CEO of overthinking. <laughs> um, I I think I've allowed myself recently to see it as a pro and a con. I truly believe part of the reason I'm successful is because I overthink and analyze everything. So my maybe not so best advice would be to like find out a way of how it helps you and like benefits you, whether it's work or school or whatever, because it does, it makes me not hate it as much because I'm like, Oh, that's why I'm so meticulous with my merch. Or that's why I like, I want a video to be so perfect before it goes up. Like I I'll overthink like every little detail. Um, so I've allowed myself to do that. Then another thing that's helped me more, um, actually helped me is, um, realizing that most people don't notice stuff. Like if I walk into a room and think everyone's noticing that my hair is slightly uneven from my haircut or whatever, like literally no one is noticing. Like it is not about you, Alicia. No one, no one cares. And I think that's something that like is important to realize. Um, you know, it's called, I think it's the spotlight effect or something when you assume everyone's noticing like the color of your shirt and then I'll sit, like, let's say I was in class or something. I'll think about it and realize, okay, do I even remember what the person next to me was wearing last class? Like, no. So they probably don't know what I was wearing last class. So I don't need to worry about, oh my gosh, well, I wore this shirt two days ago. Do you think someone's going to notice that I just wore it? You know what I mean? That's literally my overthinking. <laughs> I think I think it's a good thing though. I do think that it definitely has like pros and cons. Helps you out. I think it's great. Um I've realized I don't overthink anything. Are you kidding? I don't oh no no, no I do. Sorry. I, I don't overthink anything, but the one thing I will overthink is when it's um like a personal conflict. Whether it is um something with a friend or like a, pe- a family member where I like I have to have like a confrontational talk with them about okay. something oh my god the much the, I will overthink it to every possible situation every possible outcome I'll but call do you overthink Ollie. like if you say do you ever do you ever <laughs> I have a feeling this is a no lay it out <laughs> do you ever think back to a conversation you had earlier in the day and think dang it why did I say that I should have said this like oh I could have said this better um I'll probably do it like in the shower like weeks and weeks later when it was like, ooh, this would have been a good comeback. But then I like But not like embarrassed, like, nah. oh my god, I should have like Like, do I think I shouldn't have stepped on that bar in Ohio? Probably. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I, I, will, I will constantly 
think of like, oh, like, why didn't I say this? That would have been a better option or like, da 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 da. Like, are you exhausted yeah, all the time? <laughs> you must be tired all the time. No, yeah. You're I just mean, run around that's your brain. definitely more like social anxiety for sure, but like mm-hmm. the overthinking, like over analyzing and just letting your thoughts go wild in your head is not fun. I, it doesn't, it sounds exhausting. Yeah. I feel like I just, I talk about it. I'll call Ollie usually and I'll just like, pitch every sort of way or usually I'll come up with like my one way that I want to like talk to someone about something and then I'll rehearse it about 50 times while he just has me probably on mute and just like <laughs> I'm just like well I'm gonna say this and then I'm He's gonna like say doing this his skincare routine. exactly watching TikTok yeah. but um yeah that's like how I over- overthink but to me it's it's just like when something is as big and important as like talking to someone you care about um is on the table I like to know what I'm saying I don't want to just go in and like yeah you're like yeah so that's just personally me okay last question because this has been a long-ish episode this one's juicy a lot of people have been asking thoughts on the beauty community scandal oh my gosh um well I've been keeping up I think I've watched almost every video that's out right now it's <laughs> like, my favorite thing to turn on when I'm doing dishes because it's like 30 minutes of I, just like <laughs> what I didn't think the like beauty community could even go more up in flames and now everything just feels like it's like Insane. They call it drama get in three. Yeah. Th- why is it three? <laughs> well, the first one was the um. I didn't even remember this. Remember the, the Manny, Manny one? Yeah. I like. Oh. I, I just didn't even know. I don't know. I I drama my get- thoughts are that I, I definitely have blindly supported a lot of people involved, mm-hmm. and I I I am very sorry for that. And I honestly. I just wasn't doing my own research. I was I was just blindly supporting because I saw other people that I love, like, also liking them. So I was like, oh, it's, like, cool. Yeah, or you're like, oh, well, if they like them, then they must be, like, yeah. Exactly. And, like, we've talked about how we don't support cancel culture yeah. in the way we're just, like, all the people coming for one person. Like, it can't be healthy to these people. Well, I actually saw something that I, I think is interesting. I saw someone tweet out. I think it was Carissa Pukas. Do you remember her? Oh, yeah. I love, I love her. her. Um. I think it was her if not I don't know but basically she was saying oh no it was um you know it was snitchery oh I love Love her her. um she tweeted out something saying that stop saying that you want to watch unproblematic youtubers because the thing is is there are no unproblematic youtubers because we're all human so like putting people in these boxes of perfect already like is like not good and I actually loved that because I was like yeah like I wouldn't want anyone watching me being like oh Alicia's never gonna mess up because she it's like no I'm human like I get I, all this drama makes me scared yeah that it's one like, day I'll be messed I'll mess up on something and then I'll wake up to hashtag Remy is over party on yeah Twitter, you and know that's I mean? that's like a reality of any time that can happen but I think she even worded it she was like we need to start praising people for like actively trying to grow as a person um and not treating them as like oh they're problematic or they're problematic it's like no we're all human like influencers are human celebrities are human um but yeah I do think the drama is crazy and interesting and just like a lot going on but it's crazy because I feel like also like even the fans are exhausted by it like at reading some I'm of the comments of it too yeah everyone's just like okay I feel like everyone's at fault in this and I don't know I think it's I, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out but obviously um I don't know. I, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of big allegations going on. So yeah, I like personally don't. I'm not tied to anything. I also just don't really. I think there are so many other things to worry about in this world. All I just know is personally right now, um, my eyes have been opened to certain things, and I will not personally be supporting um, 
you know, some of the people involved moving forward. And I apologize and for blindly supporting. I think it's also just like, this is this is my thing. And it's again, it's another thing we've been learning a lot. And then after this, we'll shut up and we'll end the episode. But regardless, like do your own research, like for everyone, you know what I mean? Like feel like what your heart and your gut is telling you and lead by that, you know? Yeah. So even if you see other influencers like supporting a something or a group or a movement or whatever, like only support it because you want to support it. And don't just, I don't know. I think that's something that I'm learning. And I think that's something that I, w- I hope my followers are only following people that they want to follow. Not because it's like, oh, well, like Alicia follows them. So like they must be like a good person or blah, yeah. blah, 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 or anything. I don't know. I hope that makes sense. Um, I like, I, I, I don't believe in cancel culture because I think it's so toxic and like honestly terrifying. Oh, same, completely. But I, I do, I know that now moving forward, I will not personally just be purchasing uh, some of the products. I will not be watching the videos. I won't pay any mind. I, I won't be doing any of that kind of stuff. And I think that's more than enough. And I think if anybody, if we do that, then, you know. I think that will make a difference. I just think that's like simply what it is. You don't need to like start a trending hashtag and like all like. Also, get the, I saw Megan crazy. Ranks tweet this and I thought it was so interesting. She she mentioned she said, hey, OK, tweet me someone who's been canceled, but actually has been canceled like fully. And people were sending her different celebrities, different influencers. And she'd be like, nope, they actually still have a huge following. Like someone was like, oh, Laura Lee. And then they were like, no, she was like, no, she's actually doing fine. She has a, f- a huge following and she's. Like she's, she's, she's chilling. Chilling, chillin', yeah. And then someone was like, oh, like, like RJ, you know, whatever, like a celebrity. And then she'd be like, no, like they actually are still doing all-. like, so it was interesting. Her point was people who have been quote canceled in the end, end up still being fine in their career for the most part. Like there really hasn't been anyone that, um, I mean, at least from the, tw- the, the tweets that I saw and like, it was interesting because a lot of people who get canceled, even like the biggest celebrity scandals, usually people still have a career afterwards. You're able to do something. Something. It's interesting, right? Yeah. I, but the idea of like fully, I don't know. I don't, I really don't like the idea of cancel culture, cancel culture either, mostly because it feels like this game when it's on the internet and you're not involved. But I really am passionate about this. Like I can't imagine people in middle school or high school deciding to cancel one of their classmates and yeah. like shunning them and just deciding to for no reason. Cause they do something so small that like I don't, that's because what bothers me because they're like it. oh like my influencers are or my like th- these people are canceling people so like we're gonna cancel you and I just feel like that doesn't help bullying and that's what I don't like it feels like it's fun in games when it's online but then it actually happens and like that's not a, like yeah yeah I think you forget also that these are like real people and I I I just hope that the people that are involved you take accountability for your actions you learn from them you grow and if you don't want to support them anymore then just don't support them anymore I think it's as simple as that it doesn't need to be like this big thing again I think there are so many other things in this world right now that are just so much more important that we should be diverting our attention to and I think that they just need to like take accountability and then move on that's what I personally think yeah I would agree with that this episode was um kind of all over the place yeah (laughs) but um I really liked it and I really enjoyed it and we'll definitely um definitely our our inboxes are open for you guys we're here for you um for anything whether it's for drama or something deep someone Um, said Cal or Tito's Tito's (laughs) (laughs) and on that note thank you guys so much for watching for watching listening to Pretty Basic don't forget to subscribe to all of us and follow Remy on Instagram at Miss Remy Ashton and follow me if you're at it at Alicia (laughs) Um, but yeah thank you guys so much don't forget to subscribe and we will talk to you guys next week bye bye bye